hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational, and vocational health. So you'll find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here. And be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. My name is Brianna Wilkerson, your host, holistic health and life coach, and then essential oils advocate for doTERRA. And today I have with me again, Hannah Parker, for part three of this Cleanse and Detox Naturally series. And we are talking about stress and sleep. Both of us are like, this is our area because this is where we are practicing how to detox naturally. And so we'll just um, start off, Hannah, maybe you could start off with stress and just why it's so important to the work that you do with your thyroid and clients Mm -hmm. as well as in your own life. Yes. Oh my goodness. So I know when I was talking about detoxification, I said that that's where we start with thyroid clients because um, if you're not detoxifying then you're not converting the hormone appropriately, but um, honestly, it's a really close second (laughs) to, um, to stress because your, your adrenal glands pump out cortisol and adrenaline and, um, and there's all, those sit on your endocrine system as well as your thyroid. And so there's like a feedback loop that goes on with your adrenals and your thyroid. And so if your adrenals are, are taxed, then your thyroid is taxed and it just, and vice versa. So if you are pumping out too much cortisol because you're in a state of stress, so a little bit of cortisol is good and a little bit of, of stress response is healthy and good. But if you're in a chronic state of that, then you're, you're, um, you're, your body's in, in this state of inflammation and then your hormones get out of whack and then your thyroid isn't producing what it's supposed to be and functioning well. So stress is so important. If, if that's not under control, then like I said, like I've said before, you can be eating all the right things, but your body's not going to process the nutrients. Your digestive system isn't going to function well and your efforts are kind of sabotaged. And honestly, I've learned this the hard way because I, Gosh, if, I mean, I could, I, I can eat really well, but my stress is, is like the first thing that I kind of like put on the back burner. And so I was just telling Brianna right before we recorded this, this is like, like real life, <laughs> real time for me. Like I'm, I'm really um, focusing on this in my own life right now. And so I'm excited to share some things that have been helping me um, as well. Cause I, I just noticed, you know, if I'm stressed, I get sick. Like I, I do all these things to support my immune system, but then if my stress is, is, is too much, then all those things don't work. So it's just, it's so important. <laughs> Can't so emphasize what are, that what enough. Are, what are some of those things that you kind of do around stress? Yeah. So one thing, and this isn't really food related necessarily, but one thing that has been helping me a lot is just creating routines and systems in my life um, because I find... I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but what for me, it's just the all of the like unplanned things that come up and the 
all the responsibilities that just seem to like weigh in on me. And what I'm finding is when I like systemize those and, and have a place in my day or my week for all of those responsibilities, then um, the stress, you know, it, it doesn't always go away, but it's definitely reduced. Mm-hmm. Um, so even, you know, things like when are you going to make your personal calls and pay your bills? When are you going to go to the grocery store? You know, it's like sometimes I'll go like Sunday, I'll come and I'll be so stressed that I haven't gone to the grocery store. But if I'm, if I know that, you know, I go to the grocery store at this time of the week, then it just happens. And, it, and it's actually enjoyable. Um, I always say like, when we're children, when we're kids, like we have those routines in place, we have our bedtime routines in place. When we're at school, we have our routines in place. And then when we're adults, it's like life just kind of gets out of order a little bit. Um, But just like it's good for kids to have routines, it's so good for our bodies to be on those routines. And um, it it just, I find that it really helps with the stress response. So that's something that um, has helped me a lot. And then I think Brian is going to talk a little bit more about this, but having um, specifically a routine around um, sleeping, around bedtime, um, because you're, you know, with with the the cycle that our bodies go through as we're sleeping, that really starts before we even turn the lights out. And so having a a simple plan, an hour, two hours, not that it takes two hours to do a routine, but just kind of having in mind what. Um, how to shut your body down and how to start turning, you know, calming your mind before you go to sleep can set you up for deeper restorative sleep. That's going to heal your body if you're dealing with a chronic health issue or just wanting to feel better in the morning. So having that evening routine. Yeah, I agree. And I I would definitely say um, around stress too, for me, that one thing I do share with my clients, you know, whether they do the whole 30 or one-on-one program or even workshops is that, you know, when it comes to stress there, you know, our body is kind of our nervous system kind of dictates that. And then we have the autonomic, how do you say that? Autonomic. Yeah. Okay. I keep saying that and uh, I said it right. I don't know. I've only ever seen it in print to be honest. ANS, nervous system, which is subdivided into two main nervous systems, your sympathetic and your parasympathetic. And basically your sympathetic is your fight or flight response. And that is the stress kind of like something's happening. My body needs to respond, pump the adrenaline and cortisol and let me respond. But the idea is we're not supposed to live there too long, but because our world is chronically stressed, we're chronically stressed because there's so much stimulation. There's so many ways to just be busy all the time and concerns. And if you watch the news too, sometimes you would feel like I always have to be scared. I always got to be, you know, so, um, uh, we're there too often when we should be more so in the parasympathetic state, the rest and digest state where Mm -hmm. our body's restoring, our body is um, operating the way it should. Because what happens when your body's in the sympathetic or the fight and flight response is the rest of your system shut down because why, why do you need to digest food? Why does your immune system, everything actually, all of the energy then goes towards handling that threat. And that threat, whether it's mental or physical or perceived or real, because that's part of the stress. Sometimes we're stressing about Mm -hmm. things that have not yet happened or will never happen. Most Uh, of the time, that's how it is. Most of the time, right? Mm -hmm. 
our body responds to stress the same way. It still produces the cortisol. It still goes in the fight or flight mode. And so what we need to really recognize is when that stress response is happening and how to stay in it for the time we need to stay in it, but how to go back to that rest and digest state. So two of the ways uh, that I do recommend is different breathing exercises. And there's tons out there. Um, but there's one by Andrew, um, Dr. Andrew Wheel, I think is how you pronounce it. And I'll link it in here. It's called the 478 exercise. Um, and it's pretty much you breathe in through your nose for four seconds. Then you hold it for seven seconds. And then you breathe out for eight through your mouth and kind of make a whooshing noise. And now the key is you do that for four cycles. And the idea is, is that you would do it longer. Like you would do one, two. When you start, you might need to go one, two, three, four, you know, and that's, and that's totally fine, but you build up to doing it longer. And the exhale is where it's really hard. You're like, you tend to want to go, <sighs> but actually it's the exhale that is going to be really calming to the nervous system. So we need to try to draw that out. So you're only supposed to do it for up to four cycles to begin with. And then you can go to his link. He talks about building up and the idea is to do that twice a day. Uh, and then there's something else is an exercise that I recommend that I'm going to link in here too through a freebie as the eliminate, reduce and cope method. So ERC where, you know, really making a list of the stressors in our life and asking ourselves realistically, which ones can we actually eliminate? Mm-hmm. Which ones can we reduce and which ones can we cope with? And I want, and I think you should list them out and journal about that top one because often Sometimes the ones we think we can eliminate, we actually can, but we're Mm. telling ourselves that that stressor is always going to be a part of our life. Mm. And yes, if you're, if you have a family member who's sick, well, that is something, yeah, you need to cope with. But if, you know, with, you know, Hannah taking charge of her stress over scheduling, Mm -hmm. that she could actually eliminate by scheduling. Right. And so I think it's just being really honest with yourself. And I don't think it's something that we can you or anyone can tell you, you have to really decide mm-hmm. what am I choosing to stress me out? Cause I think often we make the choice mm-hmm. to allow things to stress us out and create this reality where we're constantly stressed. We're constantly mm-hmm. running around ragged and um, making that choice. So those are two of the exercises I kind of recommend um, around stress. That's so good. I'll add w- just a couple little strategies that I always recommend too. Um, well, I guess it's not necessarily a strategy, but something you can do is magnesium oil. Um, mm-hmm. I use I, I use this every day. I've been using this for about a year now. Um, it, where it's actually absorbed through your skin, so it's a spray, and you spray it on your body, and then uh, magnesium just it, it calms tension. And you think of like Epsom salt baths. That's what mm-hmm. why it relaxes your muscles and your nervous system is because they're it's high in magnesium. So and and actually. Um, Sometimes through food and even as an internal supplement, your body doesn't absorb the magnesium very well. But if it's through your skin, then it, a lot of research shows that it, it absorbs it a lot better, um, which tells you something about absorbing things through your skin. That's why you want to be careful what you put on your skin because it, you know, it's so effective. But um, that is something that I recommend to all my clients um, for it can help with sleep. It can help you calm your nervous system before sleeping. And, um, and even at the start of the day, starting your day in a calm state, I find, you know, that helps a lot. Cause if you're stressed, you know, from the beginning of the day on, then it's hard to come down from that. But if you can set yourself up well at the beginning and the end of the day, then, um, it makes a huge difference. 
Yeah, it's writing all these good stuff down. Uh, and I think for me too, I for, I mean, how could I forget to say this? A huge thing that a lot of my those on my essential oils um, team or customers or those who I encounter use is they always ask about stress and oils and emotional aromatherapy. Mm -hmm. And I've done a couple different classes on that as well. But I think for me is using that in addition to some of these exercises. So in addition, so today I actually led a workshop and um, we did the four, seven, eight exercise and I had tons of extra essential oil bottles that I was like, I just don't throw them away. Cause I'm like, I'm going to do something with them. Mm -hmm. And I did. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give them this empty bottle you know, have them smell it and they can keep the bottle, yeah. have them smell it as we're doing the yeah. four, seven, eight. And, um, it's funny, you know, someone said that, you know, because what we smell is connected to our limbic system and our emotions and our behavior and memories, it reminded, they were smelling frankincense and it reminded them of the church bell ringing in church when they wow. were younger. I yeah. know. So it was just That's really so cool. cool. So let's just allow these, you know, so it does really impact you physiologically. So I'll yeah. definitely link um, some resources around that, but definitely I would say natural things that uh, that's how you could reduce your toxic load as well is by using more natural solutions yes. to calm yourself down. And so mm -hmm. that's so great. Um, and then the other thing is sleep. I know we it's, it's very linked together. The stress it is. sleep, mm -hmm. but is there anything else that you wanted to share about sleep? Um, I know I, I think I have a hard time, especially with clients with this, because it, it really depends on where you are in life. Like for instance, I work with a lot of moms mm -hmm. and to tell them, well, you need to stay asleep for eight hours. You know, that that's just not going to be possible. Um, like if they're up, um, you know, nursing and things like that. Like, so I, I find it's difficult to, to advise like a blanket blanket statement of how how you should sleep so I always preface that like saying you have to you have to do it's kind of like with toxins or, or stress like you you do the best you can with this stage of life that you're in so if it's not possible to get a straight full eight hours of sleep then then control the controllables control what you can um but I guess that's just kind of a side note that because I think then you then you feel overwhelmed like oh I can't I can't control my sleep schedule, so I just won't even, won't do what I can about it. Um, but for me, I guess what, what's helped me create the, the deepest sleep possible is really kind of the common sense stuff that we all know, but having it as dark as possible, it's crazy how much light, even a little bit of light um, physiologically affects us, even like a little light over in the corner, even if you may not know it, even if you're still asleep, it can still disrupt your sleeping patterns. So having it as dark as possible, we bought blackout curtains for our room because we were having like, there were lights reflecting off of a pond in our back behind our house that was affecting my sleep. I didn't even really realize it. So having it as dark as possible and as quiet as possible and controlling the temperature, you know, like having a fan on or um, making sure that making sure that all of those things are controlled as much as you can, or even like, is your pillow becoming too flat? You know, like invest in it a little bit, like invest in a nicer pillow or invest in some pajamas that signal to your body that it's, it's bedtime. Like don't sleep in your workout clothes because those are associated with activity. So, you mm. know, control those things that, that signal to you and make, 
and make it fun to make, make you realize, okay, it's time to wind down now. So mm-hmm. those are the pajama thing was huge. Like, and huge. it's so fun to go shop for pajamas. Who would have thought? Oh, I love PJs. Uh-huh. And I love, you're right. What's the signifying thing? Because it's like, sometimes you're like, if I just sleep in my workout clothes, it could be quicker. But then it's like, mm-hmm. I, there's something about getting into my little, my, my, I'm going to call it my granny PJs. I'm just going to say, yeah. it because it's like this huge <laughs> nightdress that I'm like, this is the most comfortable thing in the world. And even Christmas PJs, right? You're like, yes. oh, it signifies something. So uh-huh. I think I love, you know, I love what you're saying, doing things that signify it is time yes. to rest. And so if that mm-hmm. is turning out the lights later, and one key thing I think around technology, because we're so stimulated mm-hmm. with it, is the light actually messes with our um, melanin. That, that's the right word, right? Not melanin. Yeah, melatonin. No, melatonin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was going to say it, but yeah. then I was like, yeah. <laughs> melanin is your skin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. They're so uh, similar. They're so similar. <laughs> uh, and just kind of indicates to your body to wake up. And, you know, I was reading this book lights out something sleeping mm-hmm. sugar and it was just kind of talking about how you know our ancestors when it was dark it was dark when it was light it was light but yes. we've created ways to have light all the time right and so just being very you know if it with your iphone whether it's just like putting it on night thing or towards the end or turning down the turning down the light towards the end of the night just way so you can not be stimulating your brain as much. And for me, like create, you know, I was, you know, similar to what um, Hannah is saying is just in regards to, to sleep. I will say this about stress and sleep is that often these are the two missing links for a lot of people who work with me and who just ask about losing weight Mm -hmm. and, or getting results, even in regards to gaining weight and um, fitness goals and all these sort of things is that, what stress does is that more I'm going to stay active. I'm going to stay in that sympathetic. I'm going to say, whoo, 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 you know, keep going. What yep. sleep does is activate the, the parasympathetic and says rest and digest. And so with, so when you are in balance, those are properly in balance. Your body can function properly and you can get yes. the results that you want. I know when I have actually, when I've done the whole 30 myself or whatever, and I've slept more. I've seen significant more results. Mm-hmm. Significant. Absolutely. Because I'm actually sleeping. Yeah. Uh, and so an ideal, just create your ideal sleep routine is my big mm-hmm. tip. Just honestly, just really make it special. Mm-hmm. If you need to like take a bath every night before bed, do it. If you, you know, whatever it is, create that ideal sleep routine that um, can really tell you that this sleep is something one that you should allow yourself to do and give yourself permission to do. Yes. That's it's not secondary. Thing. Not like if it fits, like, no, it should be, it controls the rest of the day, the whole day, like your whole yeah. life can change with a good night's sleep. Right. Right. Yeah. <gasps> so that, and, um, you know, whether it's, you know, oils, I, I use a lot of oils at sleeping. I use like serenity, mm-hmm. balance, chamomile, lavender, all of those ones. And it really does help. And, you know, I think just really creating that and whatever that is for you, doing it and mm-hmm. allowing that to reset you. So mm-hmm. that's just kind of our thoughts. Yes, it's a big one. I could go on and on about We're trying to that down. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're trying to stay focused, you know. Yes. Kind of keep going. It's hard. Uh, so really um, some ways, you know, um, I'll allow Hannah to share a little bit more too about her uh, 
you know, ways to get support around this. But for me, stress and sleep is a whole week in the Whole30 Made Easy program. I do six-week program designed to reset your whole physical health and give you the tools you need that after the reset, you can reintroduce things uh, that can make these switches a habit. And, you know, it is a nutritionally based program, but the reason why I include stress and sleep is because when I went through the whole 30 and I learned about stress and sleep during that time, it shifted everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and so definitely check out that out. We start preparing on January 22nd. So if that is something you want to do, definitely check out the link below. I would love to support you either through the group section or a one-on-one, one-on-one. -on -one. There is limited spots, but uh, it's up to you. And then um, well, there's something else I was going to – oh, I'm, you could check out my emotional aromatherapy webinar. I'm going to link that in here with essential oils. So check that out um, as well. And actually, I did a stress webinar. That's the one you came on. So maybe yeah, you could check great. that out too. Mm -hmm. There's two. There's two. Mm -hmm. um, so stress – let me write, write that down. Stress and rest. Um, so definitely check those two out. And then, of course, let me know about the Whole30 as well. And then, Hannah, share with us your research. Yeah, so like I was talking about the adrenal and the thyroid connection and how there's that feedback loop. So in both my 30-day coaching package and the long-term three-month, we really hit hard on that. Um, it's like a in the four-week one, it's a full week where we talk about your adrenals. And um, I share some different, like, tonics that are so delicious, actually, like these, like, lattes and stuff that you can make. They don't have caffeine in it, but mm. they're so good. Um, different foods to incorporate um, to support your adrenals, different um, supplements that you can take, although those are never required. Um, but, yes, yeah, so we have we, – we really go deep into the adrenal connection to thyroid disease, which, which is about stress and creating a bedtime routine and making that work for you. So, um, if you, if you are looking for personalized support on that, then, um, either that 30 day kickstart program or that long-term, um, thyroid relief three month package could be something really helpful for you. So I would love to, I would love to walk with you through that because I'm so passionate about that. And I really see the quickest results when that piece is, is corrected both in my life and my clients. Yeah. So good. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah. So guys check out the links to everything we mentioned below and we will be sure to see you guys next for the part four, which is on digestion and toxic load, which is Mm. for cleanse and detox all of these are so i can't pick a favorite i know <laughs> they're all so good so definitely stay tuned guys and we'll talk to you soon bye well i hope you enjoyed this episode of the be healthy and thrive podcast and i hope you are leaving feeling equipped encouraged and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and life so share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now, but I will see you soon on the next episode.